Hi, welcome along to the podcast Sport and Life. How are you doing? This is a sort of bonus episode from an MMA conversation I had with undefeated Bellator champion in the women's uh, division, flyweight Alima Lay McFarland from Hawaii, based in San Diego, to just a, a bit of an insight into some of my day jobs at Sky Sports. Interesting interview with her, a big character and uh, unorthodox in some of her theories and psychologies around sport visualizes losing says it liberates her to go in i can kind of see that takes a jeopardy away and also uh is having a fiance a reggae musician called jason in the corner in the cage with her as she fights uh, juliana Vasquez of brazil this coming friday morning live on sky sports so, so we'll get to that in a second so, flyweight world champion but first uh, thank you to the sponsors, Bang Olufsen of Cheltenham and Serene V, specialists in some of the finest home entertainment brands, providing solutions based around high-quality customer service and installations. Jason Briggs and his team housed in the picturesque courtyard in Montpellier, just not far from me, actually, in the heart of Cheltenham in the west of England. And uh, they're very much contactable, of course, remotely at this time. You can go on the website bang Olufsen of cheltenham or you can tweet them bno on uh, twitter and instagram get in touch with jason briggs and his team and they could offer you a bespoke solution probably did quotes remotely i'd imagine now if you're looking for a home entertainment system through the sister company serene av thank you also to cytoplan supplement company food based supplements digested as food would be based in the west of england i recently ordered another supply of immune complete 2 which is replete with Many wonderful things, including vitamin D3 or vitamin D3, if you're listening in Australia or America, you probably pronounce it that way. Um, as we head to the gloomy, dark days of winter, vital for uh, boosting our immunity, uh, vitamin D and that vitamin D3, the key component, but also other trace elements, selenium, zinc, other vitamins in that immune complete range. Immune complete two for adult men, immune complete one for women who are menstruating and children post-menstrual women so they don't need iron so they would be able to take immune complete too i believe but you can check on the cytoplan website all that kind of stuff and speak to a nutritionist or a doctor if you'd like to but uh, my father dr mark draper very much an advocate of them has, has always encouraged us to take cytoplan's food-based supplements which we pay for at a discount and if you would like a discount as well our code is draper10r d-r-a-p-e-r one zero R and all those letters are capital letters, D-R-A-P-E-R, capital letters, numbers one zero, capital letter R, and it's cytoplan.co.uk, the website, C-Y-T-O-P-L-A-N.co.uk. And now on to Alima Lay uh, McFarlane, the Eliminator or Pineapple Princess, so there's one of her monikers, I've not heard that, but perhaps uh, it is. She's based in San Diego from Hawaii originally. Her last fight was in Hawaii back end of last year. And it was a fanfare in Honolulu, her hometown, but very contrasting situation for her coming up live on Sky Sports. If you're watching or can watch in the UK, the early hours of Friday morning, because she's going to be fighting at the Mohegan Sun Resort, which is where Bellator MMA is housed. Majority of their events, they have been in Europe, in Paris and Milan, but the majority of their events have been there in Connecticut at the Mohegan Sun. I'm not going to be any fans there. So she said she's enjoying that unorthodox approach to it about her visualization methods and just for a bit of the atmosphere that i've left left in the kind of intros and outros just the conversations we had before we started recording because i don't think there's anything uh, salacious in there but just a little bit of banter and uh, just conversation really and it's just to give you an insight into this interview for sky sports because sky sports is has the bellator rights that allowed me to share it on my podcast which i appreciate so interesting to see 
her approach to the, the whole psychology of fighting and how she sees losing as an inevitable development and how she eventually plans to have children but isn't sure that that would signal an end to her fighting career, which she used to. That's interesting. But here she is, Alima Leigh McFarlane, undefeated flyweight champion fights uh, Vasquez, Juliana Vasquez of Brazil, early hours of Friday morning on Sky Sports. Good, Mark. Are we okay to? Do you want to crack on when yeah, Alima's I'm ready? Yeah, I'm all set to go. I'm in record, so whenever you, you two are ready to go, we can uh, crack on. Brilliant. Let me know when you're good, Alima, and we'll uh, have a chat. Um, okay, that's, that's as good as it's going to get. All right. <laughs> Looks good to me. I've got a little girl and I can't do her hair, so I'm not going to complain. <laughs> <laughs> Alima Lay, great to speak to you for Sky Sports. Looking forward to this, this fight very much. How are you? How have you been? How's the year been for you? It's been, I mean, it's been crazy. 2020 is the craziest year yet, but uh, uh, I'm just excited to finally get back in the cage and, you know, cross our fingers if everything goes smoothly and we actually are able to fight. I think that will be, um, that'll probably be the best thing that happened this year is if this fight goes through. <laughs> well, how, how has it been during the year? Because everyone in the world has this uncertainty is it been difficult to motivate yourself to motivate yourself to train this year or, or has that been a distraction from everything else that's going uh it, i guess you could say it was very welcomed when i finally got the opportunity to start a fight camp because i was not one of those people who were motivated during quarantine i definitely put on the quarantine weight <laughs> and um, my body was basically begging to just get back into training. So, um, yeah, I was excited when I finally had a reason to, because otherwise I would have just kept doing what I was doing and relaxing at home, not training, not doing any physical activity. So I was just well, relieved. What Was there any positives to it in terms of that quarantine time? Did you relax mentally? Did your body heal? Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I actually, you know, as far as my personal life went, it was really nice being, I was, um, you know, my, the last time I fought in December, I was actually, uh, I was in the middle of a whirlwind romance where like, I met someone and we met like a week later, we're like, okay, let's get married. And we planned <laughs> a shotgun wedding. And we actually had to cancel the wedding because of COVID. Wow. So, um, and then we were forced to quarantine with each other for the next year, basically. So, <laughs> How did so, it go? Uh, yeah, it went great. And we're still together. So I Good. think that was a positive that came out of everything that we, you know, we, we got to um, really see if this was really meant to be or not. And so that was nice. Like just, just being with my fiance and taking a breather where our, both of our lives are very crazy. Typically, uh, you know, if I'm not in fight camp, I'm traveling abroad, I'm doing commentary for Bellator, I'm, I'm always on the road. And mm. so this was the first time, and he's a, he's a musician, a touring musician, so like he's also always on the go. So this was the first time in, I don't know, like five years that I finally just got to stay home. And yeah do stuff around the house like I, I had recently bought this house and never got around to any of the projects so now my house is like I never want to leave it because <laughs> it's really cool now. 
that's fantastic. I'm not great around the house, so probably uh, a lot of us could probably do with your help if you're if you're good with that. Hand, handy around the house is always is always good. Do we know your fiance? Is he a famous musician? We, we oh no, no. I would. Well, he's in the reggae industry, so I mean, he's uh, he's well known in Hawaii and in mm. that island reggae scene. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's pretty. There's not a lot of six four. Samoan guys with dreads like longer than his butts, so I, he's pretty recognizable in that instance. But um, but yeah, he's not. I'm. I don't know if anyone up there in the UK would know him. What what what's his name? Sorry, just so we know. His name's Jason. Jason. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. And um, is Jason is Jason been to your fight? Was he at the Kate Jackson fight, or was this his first fight by your so, side? No, he was actually on tour uh, during the fight in the. But it's really funny. So he actually hasn't watched me live yet. Mm. Uh, and he really doesn't like to watch my fights, too, even on the TV. He doesn't like to watch it. But he's going to be one of my corners for this next fight. <laughs> really? Yeah. <Wow. laughs> so, I mean, just with the restrictions of everything, uh, my mm. other corners weren't able to come out because, you know, we have to come out early so that we can quarantine and wait for the test results to come back. And none of my other corners, you know, they're running our gym back home. So they weren't able to take that time off. So I was like, all right, well, no, no problem. Jason will come out with me. He'll help me do the weight cut. You know, I, I prefer for him to be out there than like, you know, hmm. um, anyone else really. So it'll be funny. He doesn't have any experience in the fight scene. So he's not going to be giving me instructions, but mm. he will, he, he's going to be keeping time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I'll probably just be staring at his phone the whole time because he does not want to see me get hit or anything. No. So but you've got someone giving you instruction, have you, between the rounds? Oh, yeah, yeah. So I'll have my two coaches, Bill Crawford and Boogie uh, Martinez out there. They're, yeah. But they don't arrive till, it's really odd, like, because we have to quarantine for 48 hours. So I actually won't see them until the day of the fight because they arrive on like a Tuesday and we fight on Thursday. So yeah, they'll be wow. there. Is, but that's okay for you. You don't feel, you don't feel unnerved by, by that situation. That's okay. No, 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 no. I, um, I, I'm excited. I'm actually, I actually like that everything's so different and kind of under the radar and just more like, okay, get down to business. There's no uh, hoopla around everything. There's no like mm. crazy media or anything. It's just like, get in there, do your job, get out, done. Yeah, yeah quite, yeah, especially for you because last time out was Honolulu and the build up to Christmas, your, your hometown. But you relish that, do you? In a sense, was there more pressure last time? Did you feel that expectation? Of course. I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I love fighting in my hometown. I love the Hawaiian crowd. There's, there's literally nothing like it. There's nothing that compare that can compare to that feeling. Mm. But would I want to do that every single time I fight? No. So I think it would be a, it would be a good trade off to like, okay, do a COVID fight and then do a Hawaii fight. That's just crazy. And then, yeah. you know, back and forth. I, I just think it's a nice, uh, you got to balance everything out. Yeah, let's hope we get a Hawaiian party in, in the new year. I think everyone will we welcome uh, with that. What about your opponent, Juliana Velasquez from Brazil, undefeated? What threats does she bring your way? Oh, man. Well, she, um, you know, she's a, she's a pretty phenomenal striker. She's had um, 
several knockout wins by knockout, you know, and uh, what a lot of people don't know about her because she hasn't really exhibited this in any of her fights, but she's a judoka. Uh, mm. She's like an, uh, was on the national team for Brazil. So this girl definitely has grappling skills, but I think she just enjoys striking and going for the kill so often that like she just doesn't go down to the ground. Mm. Um, but yeah, she's very physically strong. Uh, you know, this girl has like abs year round. So um, <laughs> she, yeah, she's physically very intimidating. Uh, and you can tell when she hits that she really goes for it. You know, she goes for the kill. She smells blood. Uh, mm. She really tries to knock you out. So I think it'll be, um, yeah, she's a great matchup for me. She's also Southpaw, which mm. I don't, I, I don't often fight. Uh, so this will be, yeah, it'll be interesting going up against a true softball. Yeah, anyone who looks at your highlight reel on YouTube will see some fantastic submissions. But you mentioned her judoka background. Do you then question how you approach it psychologically or, or do you still want to take her to the ground? What's your mindset going in? Well, I mean, I, I, I'm not super familiar with judo, but to my understanding, I mean, it's, they're like wrestling kind of, like they're, they're mm. good at, getting you to the ground but from there um mm. like so you, they, you may want to be there they're yeah they're not very like submission based i believe mm. i know like um you know ronda rousey and everything she had the arm bar i think you can arm bar in judo i'm sorry I, re I really don't know the rules but um yeah i mean they can get you to the ground but do they have the submission mm. attacks once they do get to the ground i'm not sure mm. Um, so I think, um, yeah, I'm still confident. I'm still very confident in my ground game, uh, and my wrestling background. And I still think that my ground game is the best in the division. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, I would love for the fight to go to the ground, but it's just <laughs> a matter of if I can get it there or not. Yeah. And maybe, yeah, but maybe she'll try and uh, stand on her feet and, and strike, as you say. <laughs> what about the, the general approach as you become a seasoned veteran as a champion, four title defenses and, and counting. How do you approach it in terms of your, your mindset? Chris Cyborg told us recently that she sees herself as a challenger each time. That's how she tries to frame it. Is that how you keep the fire burning? Yeah, I suppose. I mean, I, I say this a lot, but I go into every fight thinking I'm going to lose. Well, <laughs> one, I always think that my next opponent is my toughest opponent to date. So I mm. say that about every single opponent um, that, yeah, this is my toughest opponent, you know, for these reasons. So I have that mindset going in. And then I also have the mindset that I'm going to lose every fight. I always say that I'm going to get knocked out in the first round or like something crazy is going to happen. And I think what that does is it actually, it like takes a lot of pressure off of me. Um, mm. And so I just go out there and have fun because I'm like, I accept defeat. And, uh, and I don't know what that does mentally, but it works for me, you know, yeah. and, and um, it's been working. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I still think I'm going to lose this fight. <laughs> Put it out. <laughs> so, so you feel kind of in visualizing a loss, you feel relaxed in that. It's liberating in a sense. Yeah, yeah. And I guess, uh, you know, I even w went so far as to visualize, like, my post-fight speech, should I lose? You know, like, <laughs> like what I'm going to post on Instagram afterwards. You know, what, 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 would, what would you say? What would you say? 
Well, I was gonna say something like, you know, it's just, that was the end of, of that chapter. That chapter is closed, now it's time to move on. Like, this is my first time experiencing a loss. And a lot of times, um, you know, you don't, you don't necessarily learn the most from winning all the time. You learn the most from a loss. And, and how you respond to that loss, I think, tells you a lot about your character. So, I mean, I'm not looking forward to losing. Don't get me wrong. I don't want to lose. But I know that when the day comes that I do, it's supposed to happen. Yeah, and it's interesting compared to other combat sports like boxing that MMA has more of a philosophical approach to defeats, it seems. It's, not, it's certainly not terminal for your career. And as you say, it could be the, the impetus you need to learn more. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what about the, the prospect of a flyweight tournament? Scott K uh, Coker has raised that. What do you feel about that potential? Would that be something nice? We've got a long-term contract in place for your kind of structure and format going forward. Would a tournament be good? Oh, yeah. You know, I was totally looking forward to this tournament. I thought it was going to happen this year. You know, I'm, mm. I'm pretty sure it was supposed to happen this year. And then 2020 happened. Uh, so, yeah, I'm still all for the tournament. I think it would be great for the division. I know we've signed a lot of uh, new girls who would be killers for the mm -hmm. tournament. So, yeah, I'm all in whenever Uncle Scott wants to do it. <laughs> and would that be you do you get choice of opponents in that scenario is that how I think Pitbull recently got to pick his opponent didn't he yeah so that was really cool you know they did the whole uh, selection show I thought that was really neat um yeah so I mean I assume they would do it like that because it seemed pretty successful uh yeah. and yeah as champion I would want like some kind of advantage I think I would <laughs> I would deserve that you know I get the wild card or you know the trump <laughs> card at the end uh so yeah we'll see what they want to do and of course i i'm sure it depends on what happens uh on december 10th yeah of course of course <laughs> it does and uh, what about other other opponents if there isn't a tournament we saw denise keelholtz against kate jackson recently in europe fantastic performance from her your good friend liz carmouche who, who do you think's on your radar oh yeah all those girls everybody you mentioned um i know we just signed vanessa porto she's another brazilian from former champion from invicta she's definitely a killer um and you know even even girls that i've faced in the past uh alejandra lara like she's been looking amazing in her last couple of fights mm. um so i think we definitely have a really solid division right now that any of these girls could could be in the tournament and all the more exciting, I suppose, with that five-year contract in place. Just this year in particular, having a five-year deal from Bellator, how significant has that been for you? How much peace of mind has that given you? Uh, it's, yeah, no. It, <laughs> I don't want to necessarily say peace of mind. I was just like, I, I actually think it was three years long. Uh, oh, is it? Extension, yeah. Oh, Dang, okay. I was like, five years? Do I know something? <laughs> or I don't um yeah it was a i think i believe it's three years i have to double okay. check but um yeah i mean i i think it's more so like okay three more years and that and then i can finally retire but i mean i say that after every fight <laughs> i tell my coaches i'm like i'm gonna retire the next fight i'm done after this but yeah uh i've always i i make a timeline or i've made timelines and they've never worked out mm. but this current timeline that I'm on now, I'm like, all right, after this three-year contract is up, then I want to start 
uh, a family, you know, I want to, and, and maybe step away from fighting and, and, you know, start raising my kids. But um, again, none of my timelines have ever worked out. <laughs> and I've always thought that I was going to completely stop fighting once I started having babies. But I don't know if that's possible too. you know, I feel like I'm going to get the itch. So yeah. Um, yeah. Never say never. Who knows? Yeah. It can improve your cardio cardio. I think having kids, they say sometimes it can boost. Yeah. Your and I, I where I've never been, if you haven't um, been able to tell, but I don't kick, I don't ever do head kicks. I'm not flexible at all. But I know that having babies makes you flexible because your pelvis breaks. <laughs> so yeah. I'm, I'm like, I know I can do head kicks after I have kids. <laughs> yeah, that's a, well, that's a positive side of it, definitely, yeah. from having your, having your pelvis broken. How, how, do you, how do you see this fight going? You visualize losing it, but have you, have you visualized a route to victory as well? Yes, yeah. So I, I think my fight prediction um, is either I get knocked out in the first round or I submit her in the fourth round. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's two, two options. Yeah. <laughs> fa fa fantastic. Well, great to speak to you. I wanted to quickly ask you uh, from a UK perspective, there's a little bit of buzz in the combat sports scene about a potential boxing match between Chris Cyborg and Katie Taylor. They're ladies that are very different, different sizes. If, the, if they can make a weight to, to make it happen, what do you think of that? That'd be amazing. I'm a, I'm a fan of both of those women. Um, you know, I was, I was, uh, I, I never watched boxing at all, really. And like, not even really MMA, but, uh, mm. once we started, uh, you know, the DAZN deal and I started, you know, looking at more and more of their athletes. And then I saw Katie Taylor and I'm like, wow, like this girl's <laughs> a badass. Um, yeah, I'm just so impressed with her. I, I love watching videos of her and, uh, I'm unfamiliar with the weight classes in boxing too. And yeah, also... she, she fights at lightweight and super lightweight, which is 135 and 140. And obviously Chris is 145. So I suppose they'd want her to come down a little bit, maybe. Yeah, yeah. We'll see if Chris can make it. I know she's she mm. a lot of weight. But uh, yeah, that would be incredible. I love that we're doing more and more um, cross promotions and, um, you know, cross fighting fighting styles to our sports you know yeah. I think that's really cool so um yeah my coach has always said too that he wants me one day to do a professional boxing match so really really yeah did you, you love that you, you love the you love the submissions so much but you'd like to just have a, a straight up stand up would you yeah I think that'll be fun I yeah. yes why, why not you know do you have any any th I'm trying to think of opponents off the top of my head who might be I'm trying to work out the, the weight classification well I actually, um, I think me and Heather, Heather Hardy, Heather oh, yes. Hardy. Yeah. And we're totally, that's my home girl. I love her and everything. And we've kind of like joked about it before, but I think that would be really cool. You know, it's like yeah. two Bellator fighters. Yeah. We, we did joke about it. We're like, okay, we'll do a boxing match and then we'll do a jujitsu match or something. But, <laughs> well, you, but, could uh, legi you could legitimately do that. Whereas often the boxer doesn't want to come into the MMA cage because they, they feel unarmed, don't they? In that environment. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I'm like, no, let's just let's do a full on boxing one. Then you don't even have to worry about, you know, me trying to take you down. So it would, <laughs> I think it would be really cool. And it would be it would be something that people would be interested in watching, even yeah, though we're definitely. friends, you know. Yeah, she's quite outspoken, Heather, isn't she? But she's an inspiring character. She's been giving boxing promoter Eddie Hearn some some stick online.
Oh man, I love her. She's such a badass and she's just such a strong woman and hilarious. I think she's so hilarious. I know that she yeah. triggers a lot of people, especially men who can't <laughs> handle her, uh, her strong uh, feminine demeanor, but I've, I'm the biggest fan of Heather Hardy. Yeah, she seems to stand up for particularly boxers, but MMA fighters as well, female fighters. And she's, she's championing their cause. Yes, exactly. Well, Aliba Lay, fantastic to speak to you. Really appreciate you speaking to us after Thank training you. as well. And, and best of luck in the fight. Hope to speak Thank to you the so future. Much. Thank you, guys. Awesome. Brilliant. Thank you for your Thank, time. Thank you, Alima. That's Bye. wonderful. Really good. Have a good Take day. Care. Bye. Bye-bye. Fascinating character, Alima Lay McFarlane. Great personality. Wish her the best of luck in her defence. May the best woman win, Juliana Vasquez of Brazil, also undefeated. And that is the title of the bout, which is the headline event on Bellator 252, the Mohegan Sun, early hours of Friday morning, UK time. If you're listening to this in the UK, most of the podcast listeners are around 70% from the UK. I know there's about 15% though from the USA. I believe the Bellator card, if you're an MMA fan or want to see Alima Lay in action, is available on CBS Sports think and would be doing the maths probably mid to late evening on Thursday your time not Friday morning depending on where you are if you're east coast it'll be earlier of course in the evening if you're west coast somewhere in between if you're in the middle of the United States I'm not trying to recall all the time zones at the moment but thank you to her fascinating conversation about perhaps a pragmatism of, of imagining losing takes away the fear the jeopardy the unknown of defeat allows her to process and prepare for it and so relax and maybe more, more likely of, of winning as such and also interesting about the potential boxing match with Heather Hardy who has been on the podcast as well we did an interview with her for Sky Sports I was allowed to share on the podcast which you can listen back to from earlier in the summer if you scan down through the list of podcasts on whatever platform you're listening on if you did like the podcast whatever platform you're on it'd be great if you could rate it and review it and I'll check those out particularly on iTunes and read them out on the podcast as and when people uh, post a comment appreciate all the feedback thank you for listening thank you to the sponsors bang Olufsen of cheltenham and serene av specialists in some of the finest home entertainment brands providing solutions based around high quality customer service and installations check out bang Olufsen of cheltenham website bno cheltenham on twitter and instagram get in touch with jason briggs and his team for any advice any equipment you're searching for and there'll be fantastic help I am sure. And remember, if you're looking to optimize your immunity, want some supplements, we as a family under the stewardship of my father, Dr. Mark Draper, who is a micronutritionist and general practitioner doctor, big fans of Cytoplan's food-based supplements. And if you head to cytoplan.co.uk, C-Y-T-O-P-L-A-N.co.uk, you can get a 10% discount with the code DRAPER10R, D-R-A-P-E-R, all capital letters, one zero then the capital letter R. Thank you for listening to the podcast, guys. Hope you're having a good week. Getting cold here in the west of England. Sunny, though, which is, uh, which is good. Uh, but yeah, winter is beginning to bite as we head towards the shortest day, which I believe is December the 21st or December the 22nd, one of the two. But wherever you are in the world, I hope you're well, I hope you're warm, and I hope you're healthy, and I hope everything is uh, starting to take shape and the uncertainty, or at least the uh, perception of the uncertainty is starting to fade now that we have got a Bit of a silver lining, hopefully, in this vaccine. But anyway, I hope things are good with you and your family. Goodbye for now.